From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Although uncommon, men are also diagnosed with breast cancer. It's estimated that there will be 2,670 new cases of invasive breast cancer among men in the U.S. this year alone, and often men are diagnosed at later stages than women. To help us understand the facts behind male breast cancer, we're speaking with breast cancer survivor, advocate, and Susan G. Komen National Scholar, Dr. Wayne Dornan. Dr. Dornan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to, uh, to be here. Well, uh, tell, tell us a little bit of your bio, and then after we kind of understand who you are, I want to dive into sort of your breast cancer story, if you don't mind. Okay, well, uh, I'm currently a retired academic. I've been in academia for over 40 years, and uh, I have a PhD in clinical neuroscience. About uh, 10 years ago, it's almost 11 now, when I was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer, I got involved with uh, Susan G. Komen, and, and for the last decade, I've been working uh, very hard uh, trying to get uh, the, the word out about breast cancer and uh, try and uh, dispel some of the myths that we have about breast cancer for both men and, and women. Oh, that's great. I love that. And there, and there are a lot of myths. Uh, so let's, let's debunk a few of those. So g- give me the, like, can you describe the difference between male breast cancer and how it's similar to and different from uh, women's breast cancer? Well, uh, in fact, the, the ironic thing about it, and actually I think that it is uh, part of the issue that uh, males are uh, overshadowed by pink, is that male breast cancer is uh, pretty much very similar and in some aspects a- almost identical to that in women. So if you look at um, invasive ductal carcinoma, most women are what we call estrogen, progesterone, and HER2 negative. And uh, so are men. In fact, there are more men, uh, probably close to 97% of men who are diagnosed with invasive ductal carcinoma are estrogen, progesterone, and HER2 negative. And one of the myths that I try and uh, get out there is that, um, you know, men have breasts too, uh, apart from uh, some of the small intricacies that uh, women have. Our breasts are identical. Of course, the mass that women have are much greater than ours, but that's one of the things that I try and get men to understand is we have breasts too. And if, we, if you have breasts, uh, just like women, particularly if you have a history of breast cancer in your family, it doesn't matter that you're a male, you're at high risk. So those are the things that I try and get out there immediately. Right. Right. That makes perfect sense. And so, you know, I, I know the occurrence of breast cancer in men is less. Like, what is the prevalence of male breast cancer? Well, I mean, you have hundreds of thousands of women each year are, are diagnosed. And it's a 12%. It ranges from 10 to 12% risk rate for a female. Whereas in men, they call us the one percenter. Because okay. we have a 1% chance of, of getting breast cancer. That said, uh, as you mentioned already, thousands of men each year are diagnosed with breast cancer, invasive ductal carcinoma. And unfortunately, hundreds of men each year die from that disease. Right. And the sad part about it, and I think it's because of a lack of awareness among men, is that when men are finally diagnosed with breast cancer, their prognosis is a lot poorer than women because they wait so long. Right. You know, 
obviously women can have regular breast cancer screenings, but that's not really available for men. So what are some of the warning signs that men should be aware of related to breast cancer? One of the very first things, although it didn't happen to me because uh, uh, I remember when I saw my surgeon and he asked me if there was any family history of breast cancer. And I said, uh, not until today, but that's, the, that's one of the first things that I have ask men is to look into the family history to see if right. their mom, grandmother, right. or in, in particular, if there's, God forbid, if there's any male that's been diagnosed, the risk rate jumped, jumps up exponentially for both men and women if they have had a male in the family diagnosed with breast cancer. Right. So apart from uh, making sure that the, the family history is, is not there, men, uh, it's pretty easy I found my, my lump when I was in the shower, and it's very easy for a, for a man to do a self-examination. Right. And if you're at risk, as part of your uh, annual or biannual examination with your physician, you know, you need to uh, get examined. And uh, there are screening ultrasounds available for men. I wouldn't suggest that men, you know, do the same thing that women do after the age of uh, 50 to do it biannually. But um, I, I would start off with men and, and tell them to become very familiar with their breast and, um, and do self-examination at least every six months. Uh, that's great. I really appreciate that advice. And, and you mentioned uh, as you were talking that, you know, men do need to understand their family history and thus understand their risk of breast cancer. Are there any other steps that men should be aware of to better understand the risk that they may have? You know, one of the things that men uh, have to avoid, and there have been some uh, links that may predict someone who's going to get breast cancer, and that is excessive alcohol uh, consumption. And um, so that's one of the things. I mean, I, I think that just like anything, uh, you have to take care of your body and, and, and uh, watch your weight, uh, watch what you're taking into the body. And apart from that, we, we really uh, don't have a great handle on why some men or women get breast cancer and, and others uh, do not. I mean, it's, there's, there's yeah. no clear... Uh, environmental link between it. It's um, they're still working on that. Right, right. So, what advice or what words of advice would you offer to those with with a male breast cancer diagnosis? For me, when I uh, was diagnosed, it was like a a one-two punch. Not only did I have to get over the shock of the C word, but I also had to get over the initial embarrassment about being a male with breast cancer. Right, and that took years. And uh, today, I'm over the embarrassment. And in fact, I, I wear my diagnosis like a badge of honor. So one of the things that I encourage men to do, if that ever happens, you need to get support and you need to make sure that you take charge of your diagnosis. I wrote a book on uh, male breast cancer. It's, it's actually because I'm an, I'm an academic. It included both men and women, but it's, it was the first book that was uh, published, and I still think it's the only one, on male breast cancer. So once you get over the initial shock, which it, it will be, and it takes weeks, sometimes months, then you got to take charge of your diagnosis. Don't be embarrassed about it. Right. Make sure that you can understand. One of the most important things about a diagnosis of cancer in general is the pathology report. The pathology report basically dictates your treatment. And if you don't understand 
your pathology report, you may not necessarily be getting the best treatment for you. And it's okay to be aggressive to the surgeon or to the oncologist because it's your life. So don't be afraid to ask some real hard questions. And if they can't answer them or they get a little bit annoyed about your questions, maybe it's time to see somebody else. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. You've got to be your own advocate. You know, I've often wondered about male breast cancer, uh, not only, you know, its prevalence and, and how you look for it and, and are aware of it, but even just its impact on you uh, as a person. It sounds like you've really come through and, and, and you've really uh, made a good platform out of helping other people through that. And I really appreciate that about you. Right. And, you know, the, I just want to say, you know, those five words that you have invasive ductal carcinoma basically changed my life. And one of the hard things about breast cancer with men is it's very difficult, if not impossible, to get into a clinical trial. But the FDA has just come out with a proposal that they will no longer accept the sponsor's application for a drug trial for breast cancer if it doesn't include men. And so that's one major, you know, step in the right direction for getting men into clinical trials because I've had men email me or call me and say, I have been diagnosed with breast cancer. It's back. I now have metastatic breast cancer and I can't get into a clinical trial because I'm a man. And that's right. got to be stopped. Right. Wow. I never even thought of that. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Dr. Jordan, this was great. I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, maybe I can even have you back again sometime. My pleasure. And I thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.